It's the Puff and Steph Podcast. And we are back for another day of podcasting. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Puff and Steph hanging out on your phone, probably. That's probably how most of you absorb us. Is that the right way to say it? They're absorbing us. They're absorbing. <laughs> absorb Puff and Steph. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, today's show brought to you by Freisinger Hyundai. Right on the price, right on the pike. If you have pain, anxiety, you can't sleep, well, you can meet with a certified wellness consultant, American Shaman of PA. Life is better with the feather. Hempishealth.com. We are inside the American Shaman of PA studios. This is... I'm just going to apologize right up front. This is the potentially worse would you rather I've ever done for you. Oh, like great. Ever. What a good way to start. This, this is, I'm just, it was too funny when I was, you know, trying to find a good one. This one was just too funny. To pass up. Yeah. And I am so curious what your answer is going to be. And you can't say neither. Oh, no. Okay. You ready, Steph? Yeah, let's do it. You sound excited. Okay, here we go. Would you rather end the life of a human being or 100 cute baby animals? <laughs> Why would you ever pick this? How depressing. One human being or 100 cute baby animals. You're a terrible person no matter which one you pick. Are you? Well, I think you know which one I'm going to pick. You're going to pick the person? Yes. Man, we should make it harder. It should be like a like a doctor or someone important. Because it could be like, well, maybe they're like a bad person. That's what I was going to say. Maybe they're not contributing anything and they're a terrible person and nobody likes them and they're mean and nasty. That's how you're going to justify your yeah, decision? Yeah, they're a mean and nasty person. They're doing terrible things. I'm going to say I'm gonna say we don't know anything about them. So can we assume that they're no. like a murderer? No, they're just an average human being going about their life doing average human being stuff. So not really contributing much. No, no, probably, that's not what I'm saying. Probably speeding a lot, stealing out of the bulk candy aisle at Giant. They're doing bad things. I'm <laughs> I'm just telling you they're doing average human being stuff. My stuff, your stuff. Do we contribute to society? I think sure. So. Yeah, I think so. As much as they do, as much as the person whose life you're taking. Mm, yeah, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna go with the person. Steph is killing a human being. Wait, do you have to physically? I don't want to get too violent here. Would but, you rather end the life of a human being or 100 cute baby animals? So do you have to physically do the, the stuff? <laughs> what were you doing? Like hitting somebody, hitting, killing them. You're gonna hit someone to death like that. <laughs> That's going to take a really long time. How, I mean, I just need details about how the process goes down. Or is it just like you pick the human and someone else does the dirty like work? Like you give the thumbs up, thumbs down? <laughs> right. Human or animals? Right. <clears throat> or do you actually have to do the deed? I think you. I think to make this, like, good, you have to be the one to do it. Yeah, but, but okay, here, again, I pick the human because one murder versus 100 murders. <laughs> Okay, so you're just you're picking. Even if you're, even if you're, what if you're not the one doing? You're just picking. All signs point to human. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry, humans. I just can't. Especially if some of them are puppies. Heck no. Well, I pick animals. Um, a Wait, but a human could defend themselves against your murdering attempt. Mur no, no. You just end the life. You just just strike them down. One person gets one human life. 
or 100 cute baby animals. But the animals can't defend themselves. That's not fair. You can't pick the animals, Puff. I'm I, picking I for, the animals. I forbid it. The human life is worth more than... Not the, necessarily. The average human life. <laughs> I don't know. I understand you're trying to justify your decision I'm by trying. saying that they're a bad person, but... I'm really trying. So there you go. That is... One of the darkest would you rathers we've ever done. Probably, probably the darkest would you rather we've Very ever dark, done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know we've actually heard about good things happening with these lockdowns, right? So like, the air is a little cleaner. The 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 seas are a little cleaner. The water right. is like, without people being out and about and causing trouble. You know the, the environment has actually benefited from these lockdowns a little bit. See, that's another reason to pick the person. One less person to create pollution. Okay. We're moving on from that. Okay, you know, I'm just to, saying. Like three days from now, you'll be like, I've been thinking about it, and I still <laughs> picked the person to die. Um, <clears throat> a study published uh, last Thursday said that smoking has actually increased, though, with the pandemic. Because of stress? I don't know. The number of smokers has reached an all-time high of 1.1 billion across the world. Wow, way to go, guys. That's what quite an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the prevalence of smoking um, had been reducing globally over the past 30 years. Which is good. But, um, yeah, now it's just like, let's just light them up. People picked back up on their bad habits. Ten countries make up two-thirds of the world's smoking population. This is pretty crazy. China, India, Indonesia, United States, Russia, Bangladesh, Japan, Turkey, and Vietnam, and the Philippines. Oh, I'm so glad we're in there. Yep. That's great. Totes. One in three tobacco smokers live in China, which is crazy. Uh, the study's authors said governments need to focus on reducing the uptake of smoking around young people. They've been trying that for years. You know what they're doing now? They're vaping. Right. So, which is bad too. We do it. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's probably not good for you. Yeah, there was a time where, like, I'm pretty sure doctors prescribed cigarettes. Really? Like, back in the day. And I might be wrong, but there was a time where it's like. It was, it was like, acceptable. Oh, yeah. They did, they did it on planes. Uh, did you know that? No. Yeah, there was smoking on planes. No, I don't like that. I'm glad we got away from that. Everyone smelled like an ashtray and it was socially acceptable. Uh, the Robocall Observator, Observatory, that's a place. It's in North Carolina. They just released results of an 11-month study into all the unsolicited phone calls we get. They, they um, did 66,000 phone lines in their telephone security lab. They received 1.48 million unsolicited phone calls on 66,000 lines. Um... Now, some of the calls were answered. Other calls they let ring. Here's what they found out. Uh, more than 80% of robocalls are on fake numbers. And I always thought that if you didn't answer, they'd be like, okay, this person doesn't answer. So they're not worth our time. Did you think that? Um, Kind of. Yeah. You, you hope so, at least. No, it's not true. It, it's, it's crazy. Like, it doesn't matter. You answer, they're going to call. You don't answer, they're going to call. They're still going to call. Yes. You can't win. No. Uh, some operations in person government agencies, I've had them. Have you had one that's from like the government saying there's a warrant out for your arrest? Yes. I remember the first time my mom got one and she was like in tears. Like, 
She was like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, until they're like, it's okay. You can pay us. Just go to the store and get $500 in Amazon gift cards because that's what the government takes now. Yeah. We don't need your bank account information. Here's the reason they can, because they can trace it. Right. That's the thing. The bank account information, it's got to go somewhere. Right. So they can trace that. So no, 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 no. We don't need your bank account. The government now takes target gift cards <laughs> that's how they operate so please just read the number on the back scratch it off and read the number on the back of the target gift card oh my god the government makes it so easy to pay now right they're so yeah. great yeah um yeah so the government agencies they impersonated um they did let's see secure social security scam google business listings health insurance student loans so there's a, there's a certain scam out there involving student loans. And if you have student loans and someone's able to like get them down for you and all you have to do is, you know, like that. I'd fall into that trap. Oh, sure. I'd be like, sure. Yeah, do it. Play off your emotions. Here's my bank account. You need my social security number? Here's my social security number. Yep. Yeah. Um, so just so you guys know, they're going to be here forever. Great. That's great. I get a lot of them from Arizona for some reason. Really? Like multiple It's not Arizona though. It's it's crazy. It's another. Like, they're in another country, and they're just using Arizona like number. It's that's so weird. <clears throat> yeah, it's messed up, but it does happen. Sorry for your troubles. Uh, coming up, someone has just way too much money. It's the Puff and Steph podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717 766 8422. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at HempusHealth.com. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy. No websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. I don't understand how someone can have enough money to spend on this 
but yet be smart enough to accrue that much money in the first place. Let me explain. An invisible statue was just sold for about $18,000. The statue, which, let me get this straight, does not exist. <laughs> it's a conceptual piece of art. Stop. There's a square of white tape on the ground, and the viewer is supposed to imagine a statue in the empty space. This person just spent $18,000 on a square of white tape. So they get the tape, and that's it. I believe so. <laughs> the buyer was given only... Oh, no, here we go. The buyer was given only a certificate of ownership by the artist. Artist? The, the artist is Italian sculptor, so this guy actually does know how to sculpt. Does he? His name is Salvador Gararu. I don't know how to say that. But anyway, um, Gararu said in a statement about the sale of his work, The void is nothing but an energetic field. And according to Heisenberg's principle of uncertainty, even if we empty our void and nothing is left, nothing has weight. Therefore, it is condensed and in short within us. He, it has energy and turns into particles. He just made all of that up. None of that actually has any meaning. Oh my gosh. And someone bought into it. See, because he calls himself a sculptor and talks all fancy like that, someone gave him money for air. Look, could we sell this invisible sculpture right here in front of the table? I'm holding my <laughs> invisible piece of art. Some, How much? Some have actually compared it to the Mona Lisa, but only in like imaginary sculpting form. <laughs> oh it's, my it's, it's one of one. This is super, oh God, I dropped it. I broke oh it. no. I broke it. Oh, broke not it. the imaginary sculpture. I broke it. Oh my God. <sighs> I can't recreate that. Are Never. you kidding me? Never. I just can't get, I can't. $18,000. I've never been like understanding of art. <laughs> art subjective, right? Right. Well, you might think is good. Someone else doesn't. This isn't art though. But somebody thinks it is right, okay. and they're buying into so, it. So like, okay, this picture of you and me from St. Patty's Day, right? Great picture. Yeah. You gave it to me. I love it. This is kind of art. It's a photograph. It's in a frame. You know, years from now, whenever we know we're all dead or something, someone might find this and go, wow, that's a really nice picture. It's a nice piece of art. Do you think it's art? Not necessarily. They might think it's a painting. But it's a hell of a lot closer to art than nothing. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Compared to an invisible sculpture, it's definitely art. An invisible, just how, like say that out loud one more time. Compared to an invisible sculpture. No, no just, just what it was. Oh, invisible sculpture. Do you feel stupid for saying that out loud? How would you feel if, like, okay, let's say you had a friend and your friend comes into money, lottery, rich, dead uncle, something like that, right? And they're buying up cars and you're having a great time. Maybe you're traveling with that person. And then one day they come up to you and they go, I just bought a piece of art. And you're like, okay, well, that's not what I would do with my money, but whatever. It's your money. You can do what you want. And you're like, where is it? You're like, it's right here. It's in the middle of my four, foyer or whatever <laughs> foyer, and they're and you're like what? And you're looking on the wall, you're looking at the ceiling. Is it on the floor? 
And they're like, it's an invisible sculpture from an, <laughs> from an Italian sculptor. And you're like, are you stupid? How much did you pay? $18,000. I'm not your friend anymore. No. You could have handed me $1,000. And I would have finger painted like crazy for you. It would have been awesome. I'd make a clay sculpture for $1,000. No. It wouldn't look good, but it'd be something. But you have nothing. That's not true. I have something. I have this piece of paper saying that I bought an invisible sculpture from this Italian sculptor. And you're just like, I, how, how do people like you get money? I need, this is bad enough. I need the story and I don't have it on the person who bought it. I know. I need to know what this guy's name is. What they do for a living. Yeah. How they made their money. Right. Come on. Wow. What do you imagine it to be? Um, a big waste of money. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that sums it up. Uh, so this guy took hoarding to a whole new level. A man whose mummified remains were found inside a home in Sydney, Australia, after 15 years was shot dead during a botched break and entering. So this is what happened. 15 years ago in Australia, Death Island. Everyone knows how I feel about Australia. This guy broke into another guy's house. Big mistake. This guy had a gun. Boom. Shoots him dead. This guy broke into this other guy's house because he's a hoarder. He has lots of stuff. Some of that stuff might be expensive. I don't know if it's invisible statue expensive, but it's, you know, pretty expensive. Some of his stuff. Well, this guy took hoarding to a whole new level and he decided to hoard the dead body. Hmm. Yeah. That's illegal, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you, you can't do that. Uh, (laughs) He said they kept, he said they kept his body hidden in a bedroom for 15 years. Uh, more than 70 bottles of air freshener were discovered surrounding the body um, to, in an effort to, yeah, mask the smell. So it smelled like dead body mixed with spring flowers, basically. <laughs> Is that Hawaiian breeze with a rotting carcass? <laughs> <laughs> right, like it didn't cover up the rotting carcass smell, it mixed together. Correct. Uh so that takes hoarding to a whole new level. And do we have a quote from this person explaining why they decided to hoard the body? Like, in what no. realm would you be like, yeah, I think I'm going to keep this? It's a disease. Like, they say that hoarding is like a disease. Like, if you ever watch any of those shows, it's so funny. They'll be like, hey, you see this candle holder? It's, like, broken. We're going to throw it out. And the person's like, oh, no, we're going to keep that one. And they're like, and they're, they're, they're like, do like, well, we're, you have two of these. It's the exact same thing. You don't need both. Which one? And they're just like, mm-hmm. like they're yeah. sick. Yeah. Like, like they have a problem. It's a mental issue. Right. So this guy was just like, well, this guy's in my house now. I shall hoard him. <laughs> he might as well just stay here. Why bother going through the hassle of getting him out? Oh, that's so disgusting. Like, there was a hoarder in my family when they passed away. It was tough. Like, nobody... But you didn't find any I didn't, I carcasses, wasn't... right? Not human. Ew. Meow. Stop. No, yeah. you're making that up. I am not. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Now, listen. Am I the most organized human being on the planet? No. Am I a bit of a mess of a human being? Yes. Am I even close to finding dead bodies in my house when I die? No, except for mine. Yeah, this makes me feel a lot better about the fact that I have like 45 pairs of black leggings. Because sometimes I look at them and I think, this is unnecessary, Steph, you have a problem. But you know what? I'm good. 
They're not I'm alive. They're, they, they were never alive. Never. They were never alive. This is kind of shocking. A study out of uh, Ohio State found that boys are more afraid of snakes, monsters, and scary amusement park rides than girls. Wow. Girls are more afraid of thunderstorms and the dark. So here's my thing. Other than monsters, because they don't exist, um, I'd rather be a guy in this situation. Snakes can kill you. You can you can get on a faulty amusement park ride and it can kill you. Thunderstorms with the girls, that people do die in thunderstorms. But if you stay inside your house, you're fine. Right? They don't really they don't scare me. And and the dark? Why are you afraid of the dark? There's just no lights. The dark does freak me out. A little I know bit. you said that, which is why I did the story because I remember you telling me this. Yeah, like if I like. If I'm alone in the woods in the middle of the night, that that's terrifying. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. Okay. Um, but that the thought of that is terrifying. And I admittedly like run if I have to turn the lights off in the basement while I'm still in the basement, mm-hmm. freaks me out a little bit if I'm home alone. If there's someone else in the house or someone with me, I feel brave and I'm not worried about it. But if I'm alone, yeah, it's a little scary. <laughs> what was that noise? Oh. That's right, I have two dogs. <laughs> and they move. Okay. All right. Yep, I'm, I'm kind of a baby when it comes to the dark. But thunderstorms, not really. All right. Good to know. Snakes, definitely. Absolutely. Monsters, sometimes. <laughs> like now, as an, adult, no. as an adult female? No, but I'll never forget being a kid and being so terrified in the middle of the night if I had to like go to the bathroom and get back in bed. You always felt like they were going to reach out and grab your feet from under your bed. So I would like jump as far, like from as far as I could so that they couldn't grab me. I would, I, I, would, them. I would almost venture a bet you still do that from time to time. Sometimes. Uh, coming up, I'm going to call it right now. This has got to be a fake story. It's the Puffin Steph Podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717-766-866. 8422. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at HempusHealth.com. 
Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy, no websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. I'm I just I find this exceptionally hard to believe. I don't think this is a real thing. An Australian actor named Christian Van Vuren uh, wrote on Twitter that a friend of his had found a buried lock safe five years ago. Since then, the two have been wondering and speculating what could be inside. They haven't opened the safe. In how many years? Five years. Break that baby open. Last week, they finally opened it with a metal grinder, only to find that the safe contained one single condom. But not just any condom. It was a promotional branded condom from the 2002 Triple X movie starring Vin Diesel. (laughs) And that was it in this big safe? Yeah. I don't believe this story. Pretty much because this guy's an actor. He's trying to get his name out there right. a little bit more. But just for the fact that they sat around a safe that they found for five years without opening it. Right. Why? And now they just decided to open it? They're just trying to get attention, it seems like. Yeah, they didn't. I think they already had it open. Like, you don't. Who sits around a safe? If I was like, Steph, I found a safe. Do you want to come over and see what's inside? When would you find it? 20 minutes ago. Okay, can you wait 15 minutes for me to show up? Maybe. I don't know. Right, you'd be excited. Like, no, don't worry. You got five years. <laughs> right. You got, you got five years to get over to the house. And wait we'll it out. It. Yeah, wait it out. Right. That doesn't make sense. Did a metal, metal grinder not exist five years ago? Nope, it existed. Right. Come on. Or you, couldn't you just hit it with some big object yeah, and break sure, it open sure. at some point? Sure, drop it off a building, do right. something. In five years, you'd have the time to come up with a way to get it open. 100%. Yeah, they're lying. Mm. We figured you out. So we've all heard of FOMO, fear of missing out. It's real. Yeah. But for many, the last 16 months or so have been great for those who embrace JOMO. Have you heard about this? No. The joy of missing out. No. (laughs) With movies, food, booze, Zoom meetups available almost instantly, fans of JOMO have struggled a lot less during the pandemic simply because they like missing out. They don't mind it. They don't care. I'm home. You know, I know a lot of people that have said, like, I haven't really minded this lockdown and being home more. Like, some people like not having to interact with other humans as much. My wife? Yeah. I remember the first couple weeks, she was like, I love social distancing. I remember her saying that. Yeah, and she's, she's I mean, she's still great at it. <laughs> right, and for a lot of people, I think maybe they're over it at this point, but some people are still loving it. She, she social distances from me. So. <laughs> she's really good at she's it. She's fantastic. She's going pro. She's going pro. <laughs> Maybe the Olympics before she goes pro, because you can't go pro and then go to the Olympics. So go Olympics, I'm pro. Uh, let's stump stuff here. A new survey found that two in five men think this is the first thing you notice about them. Two in five men think that this is the first thing you notice about them. Something that a woman notices about them. Mm-hmm. Does it have to do with their face? No. Does it have to do with their physique? No. Does it have to do with what they're wearing? Nope. Is it a different sense? Like, is it how they smell? No. It's ridiculous. 
It's not right. There's there's no way this is true. Oh, their vehicle. <laughs> no, but you're right to think it's like an object. So it's something they own? Mm-hmm. Is it something they have on themselves? Yes. Are they wearing it? No. Is it in their pocket? Yeah. Is it technology? Yep. Their phone? Two and five men think their cell phone is the first thing that gets noticed like about them. Like what kind of phone they have? Like, oh, Android. <sighs> Next. <laughs> Keep your phone in your pocket if you're that worried about it. I know. Like, that's so dumb. The first thing that yeah. you notice. Oh, my God. Girl, look at that guy over there. His iPhone is so big. <laughs> oh, my God. So ridiculous. In a recent survey, 40% of men said they can't go a week without this. 40% of men said they can't go a week without this. Mm. Is it something you need to keep you alive? I mean, in a way, but not really. Is it, it's not food related? It, it is food related. Okay. Can't go a week without, and it's unhealthy for you. Yeah, I mean, it's not the worst thing, but it's not the best thing. Is it a dinner food? Oh, yeah. beer. N- nope. <laughs> nope. Mm, what was your answer to the dinner food question? Before you interrupt me? Yeah, sorry. I, okay. got, I thought of beer. No, I understand. Um, it, what, dinner food, yes. It's not pizza. It is. Why would you think it's not because pizza? Because when I asked you if it was healthy, you were like, it's not the worst thing. It's not the worst thing. Pizza's not the worst thing. I mean, it's up there. Nobody no. goes, yeah, pizza's healthy. No. I mean, maybe they tell it's themselves got, that. like... Vegetables, not not a false statement. The the sauce, right? It's and it's got and depend, you could put other vegetables on it. There's protein in sure. cheese. Sure, protein in the meat you might put on. Right. It. Like I said, if you don't eat half the pizza or the whole pizza, it's not terrible. Not that big of a deal. Stick to a right. couple slices. Right. You know, so I justify it. Sure. Whatever you got to do, right? Yeah. Um, I'm close <laughs> to this, but I could go a week. Don't ask me to go two. But I could go a week without pizza. I don't eat pizza that often. A couple yeah. times a year, yeah. maybe. Something wrong with you. Pizza's amazing. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back on Friday. New advice column on deck. See you then. It's the Puff and Steph Podcast.